I'm so excited to talk about the reunion. I'm so excited. I'm probably going to cry <laughs> at some point. Again. About it. Yeah, again. I spent the first 34 minutes of this reunion special just like watching it like with my mouth hanging open like in glee and forgetting to write any notes. <laughs> okay, just... so I did the complete opposite. I started and I was like diligently taking notes for like the first five minutes. And then I was like, I can't do this. I cannot concentrate on this. I have to just be in it in the moment. Oh, that was smart. As soon as they started to like emote and and like take in the sets and being back on back in that environment, I was like, wow, this is so this is crazy. They spent the most almost like the most important time of their lives where you are discovering who you are as a person and really like fitting into those shoes they spent it together for those 10 years and sharing an experience that no one else shared Mm -hmm. and then they're coming back after not being in the same room together since then I can't believe that in however many years, 20 something years, 25 years, 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. Since it ended. Not as good of friends as we thought. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. In high school, we were best friends. And now that we're old, we're still best friends. And we both really love the show Friends. We love it so much that we thought we'd rewatch it together and tell you all about it. So join us to find out all the details that two people who weren't there can find out from the internet. Could there be better friends watching Friends? Watching David Schwimmer, like just he was the first one to walk on set. I was just like, is this real? (laughs) Is this happening? I don't think I realized what a deeply focused person David Schwimmer was. He doesn't seem at that intentional and as much of a driver on the show as it, the reunion revealed him to be. He's a really good actor. Yeah. I have, I mean, I always loved Ross for his goofy parts, but watching him read some of this specific scene at the end, I was just like, holy sh-t. you're good. Yeah. Well, and, and all of those goofy scenes are so incredibly calculated yeah i had no idea i mean i knew that he made like choices and was like an amazing physical actor but i didn't realize how intentional some of that physicality was Mm -hmm. and i just thought it was so amazing to be able to hear that from the others and that admiration coming from like his peers about him At, at times he seemed a little embarrassed about it he was just kind of like yeah thanks yeah when he had quit acting, he was going to just do theater. And then this, like, changed his whole life. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad he did. I know. They all love each other so much. I know. The way that they all greeted each other when uh, Lisa Kudrow was just like, oh, this is all I care about. And, like, gives him a hug. <laughs> I know. Schwimmer was, when he was the first one, and he's like, where is everybody? I just want to see everybody else. And... They just like walk in one by one and you get to see their reactions to everything. And then they're like, oh my God, my friends are here. Oh man. I know they almost get a little giddy. They're just like, oh my gosh, are they, 
Are they in their chairs? Are they are they do are they doing this? Have they seen this part? Yeah, I know. I wanted to just bring up because I feel like the quietest one out of out of the whole group was Matthew Perry. And I know that he has suffered from addictions and has gone through rehab a couple times. So, I mean, I was curious as to what his experience was reliving and going back into it. And he seemed a lot of times like he was kind of contemplative and not the Chandler that we see on the show. And so I did some just Googling about the reunion and the main thing that popped up, not even like talking about Matthew Perry, like not even Googling Matthew Perry, but the main thing that came up was all of this speculation across the interwebs about how it was reported that Matthew Perry regressed and that he was drinking during the reunion. And I, so when I went back and watched it, I was like, I don't see what people are seeing. So I thought the reunion was coming out like Thursday night. Turns out it came out Wednesday at night at midnight. So Thursday morning at midnight. So anyway, like everything, like even my CNN, that's like how I get my news is the app and then I'm done. But even that was like, Matthew Perry this and like Ross and Rachel had a crush on each other and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, how does everyone know? I haven't seen it. (laughs) I was a day behind. And yeah, everybody, everywhere. That's all they were talking about. Matthew Perry slurring, slurring his words. And I, I just felt like people don't realize that they're 25 years older than when the show started. He's been through a lot. That's just how he talks. I don't know. Yeah, he's a lot more calm and probably wiser yeah. and introspective. Yeah. And in fact, some of the things I wish I I almost wish they would have gone a little deeper into it. I felt like as a whole it was very like jumping around like they were trying to fit a lot into it and I get that. Yeah. But I I think the best part of of the special was when they had those little moments where they talked about when they struggled or when they when there were challenges or like when Ross when when David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston did have a crush on each other and couldn't do anything about it. Matthew Perry talking sitting in the coffee shop and talking about how every night he had so much anxiety that if he didn't get a laugh it would like break him. And it was like the worst thing. And then Lisa Kudrow looks at him and says, "Like I didn't know that you never told us." Mm-hmm. Even in that shared space where they shared that, there was that they still didn't know what he was going through. Yeah, I and I can't remember if they mentioned this in the special. I think I read it somewhere that he said there were like three seasons that he doesn't remember before he went to rehab. Yeah, although he did remember the ball-throwing episode, and David Schwimmer did not. And as I was watching it with Tyler, Ty looked at me and was like, how does he not remember that? Oh, they don't watch the show. Oh, true. I mean, I couldn't tell you what I did at work 25 years ago. (laughs) Right? Exactly. We're actually probably better suited to talk about the show than they are in some of, in some ways. I think that's a little presumptuous of me to say. We've definitely seen the show more. And I, was it only Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston said they'd seen it all, seen every episode? I think so. 
I think because because Matt LeBlanc just started watching it again. All their kids are watching. Yeah, with their kids. I loved when he was talking about how he does when he watches himself. He doesn't believe himself in that role, so he just is like super highly critical of himself. But he does believe in his friends. I know. So Lisa Kudrow was saying that um, everybody cracks her up. Like, she's laughing at everybody. They all made her laugh so much. Oh, and she has the best laugh. So good. I thought also, out of the six of them, she looks the best. I agree. There are so many fillers in their faces. (laughs) It's bad. I mean, Courtney Cox. I couldn't even tell if what she was feeling. She's got to stop getting plastic surgery or Botox or whatever's happening. It's not good. I don't know. Getting her cheeks pumped full of stuff and lips pumped full of collagen. And yeah, it was, it was like distracting, but when she came in and I couldn't tell that she had started crying cause her face didn't change. But when, but when Matt LeBlanc grabs a tissue and just starts dabbing her eyes. No, I love Matt LeBlanc so much mm-hmm. i'm just gonna say it right now he for me i love i love lisa kudrow because this was a close close one but matt leblanc completely won the this reunion in the fact that he was just so genuine he was very sweet he was very subdued too yeah much less animated <laughs> i read something where his cross-armed stance was like everyone's Irish uncle. <laughs> like disapproving Irish uncle. Totally. Oh, but he's the only one that got fat. Poor guy. They're like in their 50s. I mean, yeah. I hope I look half as good as any of them. I won't be getting any fillers, but, yeah. you know. I know. Oh, one thing that I really did love was it said, like, they did the final scene where they're all walking out at the very beginning of the reunion and then it says 17 years later and for a second like my heart skipped a beat and I was like they've been lying the whole time they're gonna do an episode I I, like really thought like all these years they just lied and they're gonna do it they're gonna do it um and they did not but (laughs) I'm glad they didn't though because like what what Lisa says at the very end when she's asked would you ever consider doing a movie or another episode and she's just like no yeah. What Marta Kaufman and David Crane created and tied up with the stories, it was so nice. Why would we unravel that just for the sake of another story? Yeah, she's totally right. I thought it was so respectful of like their vision and their ownership of the show. Mm-hmm. It's not the six of their show. It's it's Marta and David's. Yeah. And oh my gosh, how beautiful is Marta Kaufman? <sighs> I hope I look that good when I'm her age. Her hair. Uh, can I talk about it? <laughs> I want gray flowing curly hair like oh that. God. Yeah, so badly. And like none of the women in my family get gray hair. And I'm just like, I'm going to have to dye my hair someday because it's all I want. We should talk about the quiz. I was so happy that they did that. That is one of my favorite all-time episodes. Because it's one of the best ones. Yes. 
I loved the format that they chose to mix it up. The interviews, like conversation versus the table reads versus the kind of like reenacting of an episode, then bringing in the guest stars. It just Mm -hmm. was, it was wonderful. I just wish it had been longer because they had so much, it seems like they had so much to work with. Like, couldn't we see a longer quiz? I want to see more quiz. Well, it was, it was an hour and 40 minutes as it was. So I, that was, that was one critique that I had though, especially on the quiz when they brought in Mr. Heckles, who, by the way, I felt like looked exactly the same. Me too. He's always been that age his whole life. He will always just be that age. Yes. (laughs) But him and the hand model and Richard, they were on screen for like five seconds. Yeah. And Gunther. Yeah. He's like, this was the greatest time of my life. Those guys were great. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) I, I could have done without the fashion show. I didn't think they needed that. Okay. Agreed. Although I loved that Matt LeBlanc did the last bit. Well, obviously, that was the best. Also, I didn't know that Justin Bieber looked like that. Oh, really? No. (laughs) Yeah, sure does. Tyler looked at me and he was like, wait, that's Justin Bieber? That just looks like a weird dude. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) His hair was all long and he was all skinny and... Yeah. Gangly. Yep. Usually wearing basketball shorts, lots of tats. So that's that's what who he is now. Yes. Okay. Yep. And married to a Baldwin. The niece of Alec Baldwin, who was on Friends. <laughs> oh, he was great. The most positive person. But yeah, Justin Bieber. Whoa. They only did one Jennifer Aniston outfit and then three David Schwimmer outfits. It's a kind of boring fashion show. And they weren't even like the best ones. They were just costumes. Right. And also those leather pants, Cindy Crawford looks great, but the outfit that Ross wore looked better on him. We we must agree to disagree. I thought she looked real good. (laughs) She looks good, but her leather pants are not, like they were not the same. It just... Agreed. They didn't fit her as snugly. No shaming Cindy Crawford. Dear Lord, could I ever look anything like her, please? But I thought that like Ross's, he he held that outfit different and better on his outfit. Yes, with his slicked back curly-ish long hair. And it was like kind of unbuttoned a little bit. Yeah. When he walks in the door with Ben in that episode and he just kind of poses holding the backpack in one hand (laughs) and knee kicked out. With this leather pants on. I feel like that would be something you do. Oh, probably. I've probably done that. (laughs) But I agree. The fashion show I could have done without. Yeah. And we didn't need, we didn't need names like Justin Bieber and Cara Delevingne to draw people to the reunion special. Like people are already watching. We don't need them. Yes. Agreed. During the quiz also, just going back to all of the flack that Matthew Perry was getting I felt like he was one of the ones that was the most into the quiz. Mm-hmm. If you go back and rewatch it, he is like giggling. He's like so into it. Like he doesn't <laughs> talk a whole lot, but that's like the most animated that he is. I loved that they said uh, that um, the guy who was runner up for Joey 
is the guy who got cast as Joey's as like the his twin in the one with your body. The wrong Joey or whatever. <laughs> that blew my mind because mm-hmm. he could not have played Joey. No. But I love that he's like, How are you doing? He's funny. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> How much did you love the LAX show? That should have been what Matthew Perry was in. <laughs> Seeing that clip was so incredible. I'm so glad they played that. I was dead with joy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how is this a show that was <laughs> slated to be on television? <laughs> what a stupid show. And even the WB exec or whoever it was was like, this sucks. Put him in front. <laughs> Please put him in front. This isn't going anywhere, people. This is bad. <laughs> and then Jennifer Aniston being told by CBS, Friends isn't going to make you a star. This show you're on now is going to make you a star. It was on for like six episodes. I never heard of it. No. It was weird to see the two of them in other shows at that age. It was very bizarre. Yeah, agreed. I was like, that's Rachel, but it's not Rachel. She's yeah. playing someone different. <laughs> Yeah, and she was, like, seemingly a waitress. She seems to be doing her job. This is... This doesn't track. Yeah. I'm sorry, Matthew Perry can't play off an alien. That's very weird. I mean, he can. He can play off anybody, but... Uh, Yeah, it's just the whole concept of the show was just (laughs) terrible. Oh, my God. Oh, so I just wanted to mention, I thought James Corden... Yes. Uh, was a good choice as the interviewer because he's always so excited about literally everything. <laughs> literally everything. Marta Kaufman later says that um, uh, Matthew Perry like sparkles with the dialogue, but mm-hmm. I feel like James Corden is always literally sparkling. Oh, yeah. His face sparkles. He's so excited and he's so twinkly in his eyes. He's just like, I love being here. I love (laughs) pressing this button on the fountain. (laughs) I know. He's always excited no matter what and he's always in and he always like, even if it's an act, I I always buy it. Like he seems interested in everything everyone's saying. When Lisa Kudrow, he's asked her a question and then she starts freaking out because there's a bug. And her and Dave Chow were trying to get the bug off. And uh, Corden's like, you even reacted like Phoebe. I know. Oh, my gosh. And then it was just buzz. How much did you love the parents? Oh, my God. They all loved the parents. They all, like, looked at them like, oh, my God, our mom and dad are here. It was so sweet. And they were like, we really felt like their parents. We worried about them. I know. Oh, that was such a sweet moment. And someone said, I didn't write who it was, but someone said, the parents are here. The parents are here. <laughs> yes. So cute. Just jumping back to the quiz where they asked what Chandler does and still nobody knows what Chandler does. No. And they never will. <laughs> nope. Nope. But Matthew Perry, I thought throughout, even all these people talking about him slurring and not being with it, I thought he still had some really great quips, like just like Chandler. He was still really quick like through the whole show with his, his Oh yeah. I mean there was one point where like a couple points where I was like, ooh, that's a little cutting. It's not it's not just funny. It's like almost almost a little like too real. 
they were talking about like if anyone picks up the phone we'll answer you know mm-hmm. and he, they're like matthew what about you and he's like well no one ever calls me <laughs> and he kind of like looks around it's like ha 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 gotta be a joke i hope so because he was on cougar town with courtney cox like he's they've all done oh, true various things i think at some point right? yeah well, the other one was at the end when Courtney was talking about what her character would be doing. And she just, and he's just like, hello. Like, I'm glad I factored in there somewhere. That's so true of Mike and Chandler. Like, she would just be like, I'm doing this and this and this. And he'd be like, I, ex- I'm a, I help. I just <laughs> I do the carpool. <laughs> I think it was extra hard because I couldn't tell what she was feeling because <laughs> she was like a doll <laughs> oh my god at one point at the end she's like i'm not laughing i'm crying because it's so true and i was like if you have to tell people that that's that's tough, that's tough. maybe lay off on uh, on the injection the needles <laughs> yeah i loved that they all call her Cece. I know. I didn't know that. One of my all-time favorite moments was so short and brief, but it's when the mats, Matt Squared, were sitting in their their Barca loungers, and Matthew Perry just looks over and he's and he's like, oh, "I've really missed you, Maddie," and I was just like, "Oh God!" I know it was so sweet and genuine. Like they really are like you know siblings that have just like gone on with their lives and they're like oh my god we're getting together for christmas or whatever and it's just like wow i really i love you so much i missed you i know it was and then everyone was like are they in their chairs and had to run over and see i know i also love how marta kaufman was talking about dropping her kid off at school and said her rabbi stopped her and was like are ross and rachel ever gonna get together And all the fans talking about how friends changed their lives, saved their lives. Oh my gosh, that woman from Ghana. So her story started to bring me to tears. But then the girl from Mexico who said that she found her Chandler. What did she say? She was like, friends were the friends that I had when I didn't have any friends. Yeah. Oh, and I lost it. Yeah, the show helped them take control of their relationships. It helped them be who they wanted to be. It helped them get through depression and, like, avoid suicide and learn English and feel like they had somewhere, like, a tribe they belonged to. Yeah. And Courtney Cox says something about that at the end. She's like, you know, it touched all of us, too, but it's so incredible that it touched so many other people, and that's, like, such an amazing thing to carry with you through life, to know that you did that. It's crazy what an impact it did have, like, worldwide. Yeah. It didn't matter culture, gender, nothing. It was a positive light in people's lives. Yeah, because it's not complicated. In Seinfeld, there's a lot of, I wouldn't say, you know, I wouldn't say it's smarter, but it may not translate as well because of the humor. But this is all very real about, you know, friends being your family and figuring out what you're doing in your 20s and who you are. It's so relatable, and the mm-hmm. comedy is like, you know, gentler, not gentle comedy, that sounds bad, but it's happier, you know, more um, widely applicable. <laughs> it's, there, well, there's definitely like a joy to it, Yeah. where I feel like other comedies 
even ones I love, like Seinfeld or Stead Development, it's more rooted in, like, these people are terrible human beings. <laughs> they're all mean to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, they're all, like, not great to one another, but it's still funny, and there's still some love in it, but the the bond that those six had in the show was all joy. Yeah, and the times where there wasn't joy were also so relatively real. Yeah. They did They did go there sometimes. But it was something that, like, everyone could relate to. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the table read with Jen and David, when they're reenacting their feelings. I'm, like, still not even ready to address this scene. I am going to well up even thinking about it. I had to stop it, like, after the first couple lines and turn it off. And then I went back to it last night and finished it. And I was hysterical. Because watching them now do that scene, mm-hmm. it reminded me of, I can't remember what the movie is called. It was like Blue Something. It maybe had that guy from The Notebook in it. And maybe Michelle Williams or somebody like that. I don't know. I could have looked up what the movie was called. I don't who's know. The, who's the guy from The Notebook? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. My movie husband. Oh, is it? <laughs> Blue Valentine. Yeah, him and Michelle Williams. Did you ever see that? No. Okay. Well, that's about a relationship being hard. It's just like gritty and real and like fights. And watching the two of them do that, I could have watched an entire movie of those two now being in like a really hard time of life. I was blown away. Yeah. Well, because when they did, when they, the way that the, that they pieced it together too, where they would show, they would cut through in scenes from from the actual scene, and then cut to the table read. The emotions were all still there, mm-hmm. and that was what was so wonderful. Like as soon as you find out that they were never able to act on their love for each other, because for the sake of the show. Oh my God. They just carried that with them and were so professional that they just never went there. What she says about having to channel all their love for each other through the character, you can yeah. see you can see it in as you rewatch that famous kissing scene, but then you still see it when they do the table read. It's still there. I like yeah. I, I like shook Tyler and was like, they still love each other. See? You can see yeah. it. Yeah, but, like, seeing them do it now, you can see, like, that entire history, the, like, resentment and anger and sadness and and love and all of that, like, all that history, seeing them do that later, oh, my God, it was so good. And I thought David Schwimmer, like, is an even better actor now. Like, I thought he trumped Jennifer Aniston in that reenactment. Agreed. 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 It was so raw. And then yeah. at the and then at the end when they like reach for each other across I, the table, can't they get together? Is he married? Can they just be together now? Like she's single, right? Can we? Can Is we... she? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, she's divorced from what's this, Justin Thoreau. Oh, well, no, but he has kids, and I think he's married and happy. Yeah, come on, for the sake of the show. <laughs> Another fun. David Schwimmer bit was when he was geeking out over how much he loved Sean Penn. Oh my God. 
and how upset he was that he was dressed as Sputnik when Sean Penn was there. Oh, he got to meet his idol as a potato. <laughs> and they all thought Ross and Rachel were on a break when James Corden asked them every single I know. I, that, that surprised me. Yeah. I mean, they were. They were. That, the other table, the jellyfish table read. Mm-hmm. I, speaking of favorite scenes, I love that scene so much. It is one of the best overly acted scenes, but in a funny way. You can't say that. You don't know. <laughs> like, they're just living into it. How, like, how dr- the drama of it. And I, mm-hmm. I love it. So much that so I actually took the girls saying "ew" in that scene. That's a sound effect in our podcast. Ew! I recorded that myself on my phone. Oh my gosh, you are so good! Look at you, like special effects. Put that on your resume. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) Um, My one issue with that episode in particular is that Joey says, "No, I just do that through the walls sometimes at night to freak you out." In the chronology of the show, it's like the next morning after the peeing happened. They sleep overnight at the house, beach house, then they go home. They're all wearing the same clothes that they were wearing. He can't do that sometimes at night because there's been no nights that they've been home. No. Hence the overly dramatic. (laughs) But when when Matthew Perry's like, I can still hear them screaming. I know. (laughs) Courtney Cox did a great job. Like, she went for it in that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The one where Joey's arm comes out of his socket. <gasps> okay. I can't <laughs> handle watching people get hurt like that, even on TV. No. They all didn't want to see it either. They were like, is it over? I know. I know. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> it's too low. It's too low. <laughs> Joey's just sitting there like, yeah, oh, yeah, just came out right there. Yeah. Like, his arm's all crossed on its belly. I found it really interesting, though, that when when he did get hurt and, like, walked into the back room of the set, it was David Schwimmer that went back to check on him and then told, like, told the crew to cut and brought, like, everyone back there. Like, I didn't realize how much of, like, a leader he was. Well, it seemed like, too, though, that, um, like, he, everyone thought he walked away because it was, like, funny. And then... Dave, like they were like, okay, let's reset. And David Schwimmer like peeked in and was like, oh, and you could hear no. him scream for a second. Yeah, uh, he's like, no, let's. It's let's. not good. Yeah. Well, he arguably Schwimmer had the most like pedigreed resume for acting because he did so much theater, and so he was maybe, maybe that's why he yeah. was in here. Yeah, I don't. I just felt like he was the most like, I don't know, just the most. <laughs> stable (laughs) I don't know he just had a presence about him in the reunion where there was like a like a more of a maturity yeah well I think he had lived he seemed to have lived a lot more life by the time he started friends like he had started that theater company he had decided to leave acting even though they were all around the same age um it seems like he had kind of established his life more than anybody else that's true I don't, I think because we don't get a lot of, there's not a lot of interviews with him. There's not a lot of like other things because he's not in the business anymore. 
mm-hmm. um, that I didn't I didn't realize that that was who he was because he plays such a different character. Yeah, in Friends. Yeah, it must be why he's so good at being so um, like out of body extreme and and physical because he's so just like centered. And yeah. Calm yeah. Normally. Yeah. The, that was the one time when Joey broke his arm or the arm out of the socket. That was the one time that they didn't do their huddle. Yeah. And that's so important. Like those kinds of traditions help like ground you mentally for mm-hmm. what, whatever you're going to do. And I loved that. Um, I think it was Lisa Kudrow was saying like there were other times where we'd be like too busy and, and everyone was waiting on us and we'd want to skip it and Joe would be like or Matt would be like, well, I I need to do the huddle. I need to do the huddle. Yeah. Let's do it for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you just did it. Did you notice <laughs> that Jennifer Aniston always called Matt LeBlanc Joey? Oh, did she? Yeah. It was really. I I, I couldn't figure it out. If he, she was just being like, oh, like, you're being Joey, or, like, if that's, like, her pet name for him. <laughs> or if she honestly kept forgetting. <laughs> or if she kept forgetting his name. <laughs> they are getting older. That's true. <laughs> but it was very, it was very interesting. <laughs> um, I loved when Lady Gaga comes out and does Smelly Cat. And Phoebe, oh. or, excuse me, Lisa Kudrow is like, oh, I should be Phoebe for this. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Lady Gaga, what she says at the end when she's just like, thank you for like being the person who like was their true genuine self, like and could pave the way for all of us to do the same. I was just like, that's so true. Yeah. For being the champion for all everybody who is different. And then Lisa Kudrow was like, thanks for carrying it on. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> How much do you wish that uh, Paul Rudd could have been there? I thought when they said someone's joining us who really wanted to be here, but he couldn't be here and he's here on Zoom. He's the seventh friend. Like, how could you not have him? Or Hank Azaria. I know. I know. Well, so I did read that because the schedule kept getting moved because of COVID, it just like they the, a lot of people that they wanted to bring on like were in different bubbles, mm-hmm. like on movie bubbles or whatever, so that they um, couldn't like cross contaminate their COVID bubbles. What about Zoom though? Gunther did it. So they they made an exception for Gunther. I'm curious why they did that because the producer, who by the way is 35. Oh, I know. I was like, I couldn't do that. <laughs> He, he mentioned that while they were trying to reschedule and, like, nail down another date and, and like, working it all out all the, the kinks because of COVID, he said specifically, I don't want this to be, like, heavy Zoom. I want people to be in person. I want them there to be real interactions and connections, which yeah. I'm so glad that they did. Yeah, that's fair. I loved, though, that they had Reese Witherspoon yeah come in and she looks the best out of all of them a hundred percent that girl has never aged a day in her life and can i just say that she is so well spoken and articulate all the time yeah i know i like wish i could be her best friend because Mm -hmm. 
She takes care of herself, but she's funny and she's humble and she doesn't shoot injections into her face. <laughs> yeah, her only misstep has been that time she got really drunk and her husband got pulled over. They and oh, she I don't was in. Know. Oh, you don't know this? No. And it was she was hammered in the car and she leans over and is like, "Do you even know who I am?" If I was Reese Witherspoon and I, mean, I was drunk, I would probably say the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure I've said that, and I am not Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Do you even know who I am? Okay, speaking of guests, I teared up with joy when, oh my God, Janice came out. I was so happy. She is such a bright light of energy. I love her. Yes. I love that she said, Janice just lives within me. It's just like a person that's living in there that she can access. And she can. She slips in and out of Janice so, so easily. Yes. And I love that she said she came up with the laugh as a way to not break when Matthew Perry was being funny. And that they seemed to really like love each other too. They like reached out. I know. And she was just like, huh, Maddie? And like, like reached over. Oh, you love me. (laughs) Oh, no, I don't. (laughs) You can't live without me. (laughs) Oh, Janice. I love her so much. I know she was so good so you know how I have I get like really ragey when I see people watch like in bloopers and having fun and I get like really jealous yes um they were showing the the pivot blooper <laughs> which is one of my other favorite episodes and I was getting like really enraged because they were having so much fun and like Matthew Perry could not him and David Schwimmer were like losing their minds <laughs> David Schwimmer just kept being like ah! <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. When they showed the the shot of the script and in like what the actual stage directions and the words on the page were and Kit Harrington was like kind of like talking about the brilliance of how their co- like comedic acting brought it to brought it to that level. I had a newfound respect for acting. Mm-hmm. Because I was like if I I don't I would not know how to make that on a page translate to that. Like that is a skill that I have that is just beyond my realm of comprehension. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. It just says like one word. It says pivot, 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 pivot. And it's like they try and move it up this. Like it was so simple. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. And talking about like the the bloopers for that i was just waiting for one of them to pee their pants like because i felt like it was at that level yeah (laughs) i loved too i don't know if it was accidental or if matthew perry was like being a ham but when they i think it's in the episode actually but when he he's like trying to ross is at the top of the stairs about to turn the corner and matthew perry gets like squished on the railing and it's like Uh way over it's so good Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say again how amazing Joey was wearing all the clothes in the fashion show and re- like doing the lunges again. Just the same as he did in that episode. Yes. So the one where no one gets ready is my number one favorite episode. That's Is it? It's it's like yeah. by far the 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 one. Mhm. Yeah. I've seen that one like 
probably more than any of the others. Is that the one where Phoebe has the brooch? Mm-hmm. Okay. To I cover got the hummus. The hummus. <laughs> you rotten boys. <laughs> I love that one so much. And Rachel's like, I think I'm going to catch up on my correspondence. <laughs> I'm taking the essence. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, I loved that um, Rachel, there, Rachel. Jennifer Aniston, um, she says, like, what they would be doing now. And she's like, Ross would still be playing the bones. <laughs> they called it being a paleontologist. And then, and then Matthew, or Matt LeBlanc was, like, giggling. <laughs> she said it gets him every time. And she does see Joey right there, huh? Yes. I do feel like it was a little bit of, like, the Jen show. I didn't notice it until watching it the third time through. But she definitely has the most dialogue. She, like, jumps in the most. And even, like, there was a point where David Schwimmer was, they were in the the apartment, in the living room. And David Schwimmer was talking through, like, how they were, like, bonded as a result of this. And she kind of, like, kept interrupting him. And I got a little pissed at her. I was just like, Jen, shut up. Let him talk. He's clearly going through something. Yeah. And, and at one point she kind of is like, oh, oh, and like stops. She like catches herself. I kind of found her to be the least likable one this time. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe the fame is getting to her. Mm. I don't know. Because she's like the one, the most successful one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was billed first. She was announced first. She walked out first. Yeah, I felt bad for Matt LeBlanc. He was always just like off on the, although I guess they had to do that for the fashion show. He had to be over there, but also he was just kind of like, good on over, go over there. So I noticed that too, but I felt like he was always in the coffee shop. He was always the one sitting on the weird chair. That's true. Right? He was like not always, he rarely sat on the couch. Oh, interesting. Good point. Huh. I need to go back and rewatch this whole thing again. I don't know if I can get through it again, honestly. I When we got to that last scene where they're doing that Russ and Rachel dialogue, um, oh, yeah. every time I watch the show through and I get to the finale, I just skip it. I don't even watch it and I start over because I can't take it. I'm like, I don't know if she'll get off the plane. I don't know. Maybe this time it will be different and it's too much for me. And when I got to that scene, I was like, I can't finish. This is too much. I'm going to start over at the beginning. I can't do it. Oh my God. Um, Did you see the end of that scene after they cut and they still held like clung to each other for like a good 20 seconds? Yeah. And like she runs in and she's like, I got off the plane. And he like grabs her after that part, after they cut. They, like, didn't let each other go. They just sat there and, like, clung to each other. You can see her, like, they're talking to, they're saying something to each other. And you can also see her, like, her body, like, she's crying. I know. I know. But, yes, like, that little private alley, like, or alcove by the stairs when they all walk out for that last scene. Mm -hmm. Oh, so emotional. It was too much. Well, even at the beginning of that scene, when the the rap girl was like saying the last the last take, and she does her little clicky click, clicky stick, she was like said it like she started sobbing. 
Can you imagine being an audience member at that episode? No. At the end, Matthew Perry makes such a lovely speech about all of them like running into one another out somewhere and how you have to tell the person you're with like, I've just seen someone who's really special to me and like the night's over, I'm going to go spend the rest of the night with them. And then he just like choked up and started crying. I know. I know. They're all so special to each other. I know. And they, but they were there. I, I think of him specifically, like they were all there for him during like the hardest part of his life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, I mean, Jennifer Aniston got engaged, married and divorced during the course of the show. And like, Ooh, how awkward was it when some when they were talking about the guest stars and some and I think Schwimmer was like your fella and she's like yeah yeah came on yeah like, oh god <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> awkward like yeah they all had such pivotal things I mean like you said that time in your life like think about all the things we went through in our 20s like they all had to be there for each other in real life for all that stuff too like getting married having children you know, relationships ending, eviction, all these things, moving and whatever. Yeah. We're all there for each other. I know. It was so beautiful. They did such an incredible job. I was mesmerized. Like, they, just from the first second, watching David walk in and it being totally silent and just watching someone, like, actually, you could see his entire body, like, just processing emotion yeah in the beginning the initial like kind of like jittery excitement like they kind of bounced around the set oh so i was just gonna say at the end there is when matt leblanc says yeah this day has been really wonderful like i wasn't sure what to expect and it's been really amazing just them like the six of them sitting in that room together just watching bloopers and reminiscing it's just my heart was so full watching it I know. Well, and they did such a good job with, I felt like the music throughout too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed that, but like they had kind of like a twangy Simon and Garfunkel-y thing happening in the beginning that, and like some like dinkly little music. Well, they used all the transition music from the show. But then at the very end, they had the opening credit song, but it was like the slowed down strings version. Mm-hmm. And then they played all of the the reels from when they shot the opening credits in the fountain. They it was like all slowed down, but that they were still moving. Oh my god, it was so good! Like the emotion that came out of that. That version of the theme song, I was like, every angsty fiber of my body was like, I need that song. Uh, I just also wrote down that. Um, she always gets off the plane. She did. They showed her and she got off the plane again. And Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, she always gets off the plane. She I wrote it in all capitals. <laughs> no, it was, I, it, it was, I loved it, but I was also very sad because they're not going to do another one. There's not going to be another thing. Well, Marta Kaufman said, the show is about a time in your life when your friends are your family. Once you have a family of your own, it's no longer that time. Well said. Yeah. And then they immediately took the set apart the next day. <laughs> like, the end. Yeah. How, like, heart-wrenching is that? Yeah. Like, that then in the middle of those emotions, like, you have to break the set. I know. But they had their party and got to, like, be together. 
Yeah, and then they all got to see today where they all signed the wall. Matt LeBlanc said, I here. <laughs> I love him. I thought they did a great job. It was more than I expected it to be. It was fantastic. Did you watch the extras? There's extras? Uh-huh. On HBO, on HBO Max. Right below it, there's a series of, like, short extras clips. I did not know this. Uh, oh. Oh, Sarah. Well, in our next episode, I'll talk about all of those instead of Temptation Island, because I have, that's just long over, so. Oh, I'm in the middle of uh, season three. Oh, girl. We'll talk, we'll talk more. <laughs> we will. Um, I guess that's it for the reunion. Yeah. Kept it short and sweet this time. Yeah. Well, as always, I'm here for you. I'm here for them. I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> wonder wondering if she gets off the plane oh man i'm gonna tell you the next time i watch it through guess what i won't be able to watch the finale because i'm too i'm nervous i'm scared and sad and happy well and next time we have a special guest joining us we do the one with the boobies oh and our guest loves boobies sure does (laughs) um i guess until then goodbye friends i'll be there for you Bye, friends. Better Friends Podcast is created, produced, edited, and all the other things by Ashley Madden and Sarah Reinen. Please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Send us your questions to betterfriendswatchingfriends at gmail.com. To find out more about Better Friends, please check us out on Twitter at betterfriendpod or on Instagram at betterfriendswatchingfriends. Thanks for listening.